welcome to Faith to Faith broadcast. Enjoy the dynamic teaching ministry of Pastor Tibby Peters, the president of Renaissance Assembly Incorporated. This message will take you from where you are to where you ought to be. Hallelujah. Turn your Bibles, please, to Ephesians chapter 1, verse 11. We'll read 11 to 13. Hallelujah! Amen. Ephesians 1, 11 to 13. I'll love to read it from King James, but we will also go to read it from the message translation. So first from King James, and then from Message Translation. Okay? Hallelujah. Are you there? Have you opened to your own Bibles? All right. Let me open to mine. Ephesians 1 verse 11 says, Can we read it together once ago? In whom also we have obtained an inheritance. Being predestinated according to the purpose of him who worketh all things after the counsel of his own will. That we should do what? Continue. That we should be to the praise of his glory. Who first trusted in Christ. 13. In whom ye also trusted. After that ye heard the word of truth, the gospel of your salvation, in whom also after that ye believed, ye were sealed with that Holy Spirit of promise. Please let's read it from message translation. Message 11 to 13. My focus actually is 11 and 13, but we will just read it through. Are we there? Alright, let's read it here, one to go. It's in Christ that we find out who we are and... Come on, let's take that line again. It's in Christ that we find out who we are and... You're going to read it and personalize it. Alright, let's take it one more time. It's in Christ that I find out who I am and what I am living for. Awesome. Let's finish the scripture. Long before we first heard of Christ and got our hopes up, we had his eyes on us. Had designs on us. For what? Glorious living. Kai, awesome. Before we met him, before we embraced him, he had his eyes on us. It's like someone having a secret admirer. Long before you said, Lord, I receive you as my Lord and Savior, he had his eyes on you. And not only did he have his eyes on us, he had designed how I will live a glorious life. God is a good God. Let's read on. Look at verse 12. Part of the overall purpose, he is working out in everything and in everyone. Verse 13. It's in Christ that you, once you heard the truth and believed it, Let me read this one for you. You know, the bracket is just to explain it, so I'm going to skip it. It's in Christ that you once, it's in Christ that you, once you heard the truth and believed it, found yourselves home free, signed, sealed, and delivered by the Holy Spirit. You know, the way you read it helps you with understanding. If not, you could just read and not understand exactly what they are saying. So let me read it one more time. 
It's in Christ that you, once you heard the truth and believed it, found yourselves home free, signed, sealed, and delivered by the Holy Spirit. This evening, I want to bring our attention to living with purpose. August is our month of purpose. Every month, we have what it is we pursue after. We have deeper understanding of. And this month, the word of God has come to us that is a month of purpose. It is important that you understand that which the Lord is bringing our attention to. Am I living for purpose? Do I understand the purpose of God for my life? Do I understand why I was born? Why I was born to the family I was born to? Why I was born to the country I was born to? To the states? Why am I living here? If we look through scriptures... You know that God never makes mistakes. You know that God is a God of purpose. Everything is arranged to fulfill a purpose. If God does this first before the next one, you will find out that there is a reason for what he has done. Up to the instructions that he gives. God can give you an instruction, not explaining what it is. As you begin to carry it out, you will see the purpose for that instruction. Genesis to Revelation, purpose was revealed. Why was he doing all of this? He already had it all figured out. He already had the world figured out from the beginning. And that's why he's known as the God that knows the end from the beginning. He stands at the beginning and sees the end. Nobody living knows the end. The end that people have seen, he gave them permission to have a peep into it. But God knows the end from the beginning. And that's why if you want to understand purpose, God is the place where you go to to find purpose. And so we look at verse 11. Go back to verse 11. Verse 11, um, message translation. It says, it's in Christ that we find out who we are and what we are living for. Who we are and what we are living for. My father-in-law told me a story. Let me not say told me. He was talking to us. An issue came up. And a family member was not happy with how he was dealing with his family. They abandoned responsibilities on his shoulder. He does so much and yet it's, they, they are still requesting for so much more. And people are wondering, what kind of people are these? You know, why are they like this? Oh, can't this person appreciate? You know, a lot of things were going on. I was there and I just sat and I was observing the situation. And the response he gave, I honored him more than ever. He said, and he, he said, explaining to the family, he said, don't worry about what they are doing. Don't worry about how they are trying to devour whatever I have. He said, I believe God raised me to take care of them. He had a story of being a fishing boy. He was picked by the family to be the fisherman of the family. As children, they did not have any means of survival. They couldn't educate the kids they had. And so the decision was made unanimously. The elder one will go to school. You will stay with uncle and do fishing. And the money that will be realized from the fishing will be used to help for the education of your elder brother. 
everybody has agreed. Is that one we say signed, sealed, and delivered? He took his faith. He couldn't argue it. The village has agreed. This is how it will be. Since everyone cannot go to school, at least let one go. Then you will go fishing to support him. Well, let me say something to you this evening. Men can sit down and decide a destiny, but it is not God's plan, it will not come to pass. That's why everyone needs to first know what I'm born for. It is in God you find purpose. This was the plan for the family. And he started going fishing with his uncle every day. The money they realize, they send for school fees. They buy the books. And one day, while at that fishing port, a young man shows up. Then a young man, but older. And says, what is this young boy doing here? What is this little boy doing here? Is he not supposed to be in school? His mates are in school. And they replied, oh no, this one will not go to school. <laughs> it's not, they're not, they not planning to change their mind. They already know that for them, this is his destiny. This is his calling. Say, no, this one will not go to school. We cannot afford to take him to school. So he will fish for his brother to go to school. And he said, no, he can go to school. There is a government program that is on now. He can go to school on scholarship. Really? Yes. And he takes the boy and goes to enroll him in school. Now, the class was already full because that's not the beginning of them. By right, he shouldn't be in school. He shouldn't be absorbed at that time. But see, when God is orchestrating a man's destiny, and this man takes him and hands him over to the school, so the principal headmaster then, and they look for a way to absorb him. But they tell him they can't write his name in the register. So he's not an official student. Because the register is already full. When they come for inspection, they cannot see an extra name. So they tell him, you can sit in the class. But when inspectors come, you jump out of the window. That's how he was going to school. Be learning one plus one, two. Two plus two, four. Five times five, he was going until they would not say, Inspector Salam, boom, he jumps window and runs into the bush. What kind of life is that? You will imagine, where will such a person end? But when God has your life planned out, it will amaze the world what you will end up becoming. He continued until they wrote exams. And they assessed those that were official students. <laughs> and found that he was doing better than official students. That's how they removed some official and put his name. It began for him. Cut the long story short, he went to school. Kept doing well. Chasing after destiny. Until he had to go abroad to continue. And returned. Now the person they were all contributing money to train. He still takes care of him and his entire family. So when he remembers his story. He remembers the fact that this was the ordained one to go to school. The chosen one. And yet things turn out like this. And... I went by chance and things turned out like this for me. He says, I went to school for a purpose. He's not seeing it as, after all, you people did not want me to go to school. You will suffer. Or, this is God punishing you. My God will punish you now. This is God dealing with you. Please, God doesn't punish anybody, okay? I'm just explaining what people naturally just say. In fact, I shouldn't be saying that. Alright. This is God dealing with you. Alright. All right. So, hallelujah. Alright. So, it's, it's, 
It's something that people will feel like is God's judgment. Is, is a way of payback. But he never sees it that way. Rather, he sees it as God lifted him so that he can take care of these people. And with such a heart and such a mindset, there is no going down for such an individual. Because you are helping God to help other people. So God continuously will bless you so that you can have to help others. He's able to talk and think like this. I'll tell you why. He found Christ. I know the family. He found Christ. He embraced Christ. And in Christ Jesus, he discovered what he was born for. He discovered what he was living for. If you are able to discover purpose early, you will achieve more in life. The earlier you find why you were born, the earlier you understand it, you start to run with focus. Many are trying many things, even in business. You try this business, you try the other business. You are, you're just trying to see which one will work. If you are able to know what it is God has empowered you with and start chasing after it early, you will go far earlier than those that have not yet discovered purpose. August is significant. Find your purpose. Discover if you have not yet known what you are born for. If you have not yet known why you are still in this country, instead of abusing Nigeria every day, find out why you were not born in the White House. Find out why. God, why did you send me here? What rubbish country? What am I doing here? You will talk like that. Ten years will pass. You will be there shaking your head and abusing, smelling Nigeria. Foolish Nigeria. Country stupid. Uh, people that have discovered why they are in Nigeria are making progress. Nigeria might have a problem, but Nigeria cannot limit you. Did somebody hear me? Nigeria might have issues. But it cannot stop a man's destiny. It cannot. It cannot abort what you are born for. If you will know how to discover yourself in Christ. If there is anyone that had been disadvantaged, it's Joseph. He found his purpose early. He began to dream. Even when he didn't fully understand it. How hard they tried to kill his dream. How hard they tried to abort his purpose for life. They sold him off. At least God did not allow them to kill him. If they had killed him, it would have been the end of it. So don't think it's just mercy. They had mercy on him. That's why they didn't kill him. No. God will not allow them kill him. And so they messed him up. Maltreated him. Did everything they felt like doing to him. From the reading of scripture, Joseph was a good boy. Joseph loved his brothers. What more can you ask of a brother? They will be in the field and he will be carrying food to them. Even though he knew that they did not like him, he was still making efforts to reach out to them. And yet, they couldn't even just decide to be good to him. And they thought that they were aborting his dream. They were terminating purpose when they packaged him and sold him. Not knowing that that step they were taking they were in line with the will of God. Listen, what people are doing to you, God is watching. God is there. And if you allow God, you will arrive at your destination. Stay with Him. 
is in God we find purpose. Stay with Him. Stay with God's plan. Follow Him. Joseph, the Bible said, fear the Lord. All that they were doing to him did not stop him from giving honor to God. It did not stop him from reverencing God. He stayed. Don't think he didn't have bad moments. Where he felt, why are people doing this type of thing to me? I did not harm anybody. God, why are you allowing these kind of things happen to me? No, but he didn't start cursing. He didn't say, I won't serve God again. Because of all that has happened. Where was God when they sold me to slavery? I was loved in my father's house. I had a coat of many colors. And now I'm just a slave. <laughs> God, where are you? God, where are you? No matter where they took him to, his God was with him. He still fellowships with God. The only thing that will give room to aborting purpose in a man's life is that you disconnect from God. Then someone will succeed in killing that destiny. But you stay connected with the source, with Christ. It might take a while, but you will finally get there. It's in Christ that we find out who we are and what we are living for. Long before we first heard of Christ and got our hopes up, He had His eyes on us. I embraced Christ in 1999. But this scripture is saying long before that time, God had always had His eyes on me. If you start checking, you will now understand. No wonder, no wonder, no wonder. There will be different no wonders in your life when you understand the scripture. The first no wonder for me was the first time I wanted to travel out of the country. I'd finished um, my secondary school and the opportunity came up. Oh, grandma wants to travel for medical treatment. Oh, they need someone to go with her. My uncle is there. And so, boo, 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 who is available? You are available. And wow, it will be good for you to go. And the plan was, when you go, you will not return. Ha! Amazing. Awesome. Let's go. (laughs) Awesome. Are you serious? Yeah. Awesome. And we were packaged that year. And we started traveling. Then interview only used to be in Lagos. Went all the way. That's everything was in place. Grandma was seriously ill. Her son is a medical doctor there. So man, it should be easy. But by the time we arrived, <laughs> they finished all the assessment. They say you. <laughs> You will not come back if you go. I said, who told you? How did you know? I will not come back home. I didn't tell them. I said it to myself. But they did not. They denied me that visa. Oh, I was angry. I was angry. What? They denied me the visa. I was so angry that I declared, I will not even go to that evil's country again. You will look for me. And I shunned the whole process. I was no more interested. But it was after then I got admission. I wasn't saved at that time. I wasn't saved. But after then I I gained admission to the university. And then I got saved in school. Or I started fellowshipping. I, I met pastor in school. Every time I sit back and recount what happened to me in university, I say, I understand why I did not travel. It would have been a different path. When the scripture says he had his eyes on you, you might be planning this path. Hey, that one that has his eyes on you just keeps directing you 
so that you will arrive at destination. I, I look back and I'm like, ha, if I had gone, you know, I wouldn't be in Renaissance, you know, you understand? <laughs> I don't know, because Renaissance is not there. I don't know if I would have been saved. I don't know if I would have married your pastor. Amen. We don't know the end from the beginning. But the one that knows orchestrates our movements. And so I thank them that they denied it. But that time it didn't feel funny. But when a man has found Christ and has understood purpose, that's when you can say, or line up with scripture that says, in all things, do what? Give thanks. In all things. There are certain people that are here. You won't be serving God the way you are serving Him, if not for what has happened to you. You know now. I have a witness in this house. Yeah, all of you are a witness. You won't pray the way you are praying now. If not for the troubles that came your way. <laughs> God did not bring the trouble. God did not bring the problems. But he sat back and watched as it came. So that a good purpose will come out of it. Hallelujah. There are certain things if we had had... We will not be able to do the things he wants us to do. Maybe we are crying for the car. Oh Lord, give me the car. And the car has not yet come. No, the car will eventually come. But he needs you to trek so that you will meet that young man at Ajib Junction and lead him to Christ. If you drive, you will drive past him. There is a destiny he's watching over. That's why the car seems delayed. Everything is connected. Amen. God is a God of purpose. He knows what he's doing. He knows why we are where we are. Now, I'm talking about the one that has found Christ. You have not found Christ. You are in charge of what is happening to you. You are responsible for your experiences. I'm talking about the one that has found him. He will bring you to that place where you will say, God is a good God. Have you not wondered why when the thing you are looking for eventually comes, you say, hey, thank God he came now. (laughs) It happens all the time. But when you were asking for it, it was like, if it doesn't come now, bad things will happen. If it doesn't come now, oh God, oh God, why now? Why has this thing not happened? Why has this thing not happened? Then the day to finally come, maybe months later, maybe weeks later, maybe even years later, you say, ha, thank God it did not come that time, oh, I would have finished it before time. It has happened several times. That's why we know that God is never late. Amen. Help me turn to your neighbor. Say, God is never late. He's a God of purpose. If you believe it, say an amen. amen. Welcome to the month of August. Amen. Hallelujah. Cast your minds back to discover purpose. Why am I here? Even that question should be asked even up to why you are in Renaissance. Why are you here? Why are you here? The day you understand why you are here, you will begin to shine. Understand purpose. It's in Christ we find out who we are. It means that if you have not found Christ, you cannot discover who you are. Is somebody hearing me this evening? It means that without Christ, I cannot know who I am. Who will I ask? 
You go and ask a fortune teller. Tell me who I am. He will tell you who he thinks you are. You ask your friends. You ask your neighbors. No, it's in Christ you find out who you are. And what you are living for. People of God, can I say something to you? When you discover your purpose, the energy to wake up every morning will come. The joy to go out every day will come. You are living for something. Why some people drag themselves? Why some people are not interested in life? Why somebody wants to commit suicide? Is that he does not know what he's living for. If you have found out what you are living for, you cannot think of suicide. Except you have finished that thing you were born to do. When you discover what you are living for, (laughs) you will wake up strong. Wake up excited. People are wondering why you are a teacher and you are happy. You are happy because you have found out that this is my purpose. Somebody is wondering, why are you selling water and you are happy? If you have found out that God has called you to quench the taste of men, thirst, you, you will be happy. Just doing that thing God called you to do, you will be satisfied. Others might not understand, but the one that has understood it will find joy. That's why I find joy going to church. This is my purpose, brothers and sisters. <laughs> I'm happy to be in church. I was born to be in church. I did not know it when I didn't find Christ. I didn't know it. I didn't know it. I remember as a young girl that had not yet received Jesus, I vowed that we we'll never marry a pastor. It was, it was strong. That as if I knew myself, me, me, God forbid. Because I had an uncle, my mom's brother was a minister, and we used to stay with him. I saw how they go to church early in the morning. And they will come back late in the afternoon. We will go to church 6.37. We will come back to 4. Say, what is this? God forbid I will not marry a pastor. And church, no, church didn't close to 4. Church will close 12 o'clock. He will cancel from one person to the other. I will be angry at the people coming for canceling. Angry at the one canceling the people. What is wrong with all of you? Won't somebody go home? <laughs> be careful what offends you. It might just be your calling. <laughs> and I will talk. I will nag. What kind of thing is this? What kind of thing is this? Somebody is even hungry. Oh, somebody go home. Ah, I will not marry a pastor. God forbid I cannot marry a pastor. I did not know that the Almighty sat in heaven and laughed at me. (laughs) He laughed. She does not know what shall befall her soon. (laughs) Amen. So the day it was revealed, second round of weeping. Oh Lord, (laughs) why? And he waited for me to get saved. He was not in a hurry. He had, before you were born, he said, I knew thee, and ordained thee, and set you apart. So, just be doing anything you want to do. You have a purpose. (laughs) The earlier you discover it, the better for you. He patiently waited. And just kept leading me, like playing a chess, and directing my path. Waited patiently. It never came. Until I took the first step to salvation. Welcome. Yeah. In Christ, the desire to discover purpose came. The first, I remember that service. It was a Thursday service. And... I stayed there and pastor ministered. It was so explosive. I can't even tell what it was that he said that blew my mind. But it was so amazing that I knelt down 
on campus. And lifted my eyes and said, Lord, anything you want me to do, I will do. You don't know what you say, you don't enter. Yeah. <laughs> I said, anything, Lord. Anywhere you want me to go, anything, Lord. I didn't pray for anybody to heal. Only me prayed to myself or prayed on my own. Brethren, the very next week, I mean the very next week, one of God comes. <laughs> Will you marry me? I said, God! God! Why? Please! No, but I've already entered. <laughs> I've vowed that we do as you say. <laughs> no, boy, it was a good vow. Amen. It was in Christ I discovered purpose. That's my point. When I was not yet in Christ, uh-uh, we just did any and everything. You are born for a reason. Help me tell your neighbor, you are born for a reason. Come on, say it properly. Say you are born for a reason. Some of you have been running. You know, when we say you are born for a reason, everybody is not born to be a pastor. Don't be afraid. I don't even know what you are afraid for. What's, what's wrong about being a pastor? You all run to pastor, yet you don't want to be a pastor. You know, when we say, ah, allow the Lord to lead you, some people start slowing down. Let him not lead me that type of leading. No. There's a sister I know. Her problem is she just don't want to hear God. So that, he said, eh? I don't know how to hear God. She, no, she's not even interested. So she will not hear the things she does not want to hear. You are wasting your time. It's you I'm talking to. You are wasting your time. <laughs> You are just delaying yourself because it will still come upon you. That's why they call him God Almighty. <laughs> Amen. When you discover purpose, you will become a blessing. You will become a blessing. It's not about just being in ministry. Even if you discover that you're supposed to be taking care of children. If it's purpose, you become a blessing. Or your purpose might even be in politics. If that is the purpose for your existence, you become a blessing. It's about you discovering it. Instead of hiding and running, discover it. Whatever path it is, the earlier you start working on that path, the better for you. I thank God for what is happening in your life. More will happen when you discover purpose. You will be a blessing. Everywhere you go, you will be spoken of. I see people these days, young people these days, craving for fame. Find purpose, fame has come. Craving for fame. You go and do talent show. You do singing competition. You do everything. You do even the one that is against your faith. All for fame. Brother, find purpose. And fame has come. Because soon they start talking about you. You will be busy doing what you are born to do. And voices will begin to speak of your exploits. You won't be the one marketing yourself. Discover what you are born for. And you, that you find it in Christ. So first step is that you embrace Christ. You are doing one leg in, one leg out. You are delaying your destiny. It's delay. I remember what pastor always says to us. His grandma. Say you are wasting your time. Be jumping around, you jump around, you be big boy, baggy jeans, you don't smoke, smoke, uh, be, be wasting your time. Your matter is settled. See where you will end. See, come, let me show you. Yeah. 
in Christ. Did it happen like that? Yes, now. That's what he was born for. What he's doing is what he was born to do. If you trace his life from childhood, at different points he had manifested it unconsciously. And then you are growing up, you think if you do more bad things, the more rotten you are, God will reject you. Be deceiving yourself. <laughs> I'm telling you. Some people that are very bad people, it's because of the call on their life. Satan is looking for how he will rob more than you, mess you all up, so that you will not even have the courage to answer the call. Be wise. Even the devil knows you are called. It's only you that does not know. The earlier you enter, you begin to leave. God has set aside August for everyone to go back to find out purpose. If you have missed it somewhere, you have derailed somewhere. You have messed it up somehow. You can retrace your step this month. In Christ, you find out who you are and what you are living for. I will end by saying, don't be afraid of tomorrow. The verse of scripture shows us there is no reason to fear. For before you heard of him, he had his eyes on you. How much more now that you are in him? Ah. A toaster is eyeing you and sending you good things. Is it not going to be better when you have accepted? See, he has been eyeing you since. Hey, come home, darling. Come home, my son. I love you. I sent my son to die for you. Because I care about you. Your future is secure in me. He had it all planned out. Why will I be afraid of someone that had planned good for me before I even met him? The Bible said, while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. Christ died for us. Who has died for you before? Where is that man that has died for you? You say, I, I can die for you. Don't say I can die. Die first. Say me, I can die for you. I think you should tell them, don't bother. Somebody has already died. I don't need a second death. Embrace the first love. Jesus. The one that died even while we were yet in sin. And brought us to redemption. He loves you. He loves you just as you are. And he wants you to come home. He wants to lead you by the hand. Hold you and walk you through life. And bring glory your way. You will shine. You will shine. No one that walks with God goes ashamed. Even donkey was shining. Donkey, donkey, donkey. What did donkey do? He just set his back for Jesus. Donkey, yet they were laying out clothes for the animal. Even an animal that we yield to God, God will glorify him. How much more a man? Align yourself this month. Align your life. Live a life of purpose. Have value for life. For your life. Because God values you. Live a purposeful life and you'll be a blessing. Don't be a curse. Be a blessing. You are ordained to be a blessing. As sons of Abraham, you are ordained to be a blessing. In Christ, you can discover purpose. If you're here and you have been running, there is a call. Come home. Come home. Say, come unto me, all ye that labor and are heavy laden. 
Sir, we give you rest. What is it we search? What are we looking for? What's your desire in life? Even in that hustle. See, the peace you seek is in Christ. The fulfillment you are looking for, you will find it in Christ. I'm telling you the truth. Gospel truth. There is no man that can give you that fulfillment. Christ can. Embrace Christ. Embrace Jesus. Make him the Lord of your life. You know, many of us say, Jesus is my Lord. You don't know what it means to be your Lord. When you say, Jesus is the Lord of my life, you are saying, where he leads, I will go. What he says, I will do. That's what he means. You are sold out to the person. So when we say he's the Lord, you are declaring, I'm sold out to you, Lord. You are everything to me. You come first place in my life. You will not allow work to take his place. You will not allow friends to take his place. You will not allow emotions to take his place. His Lord. Let him be Lord over your lives today. Make up your minds to live a life of purpose. Fulfilling the heartbeat of the Father. Make Jesus your Lord. You might have received Christ. You are born again. But he's not yet your Lord. You decide when you will hear him and when you will not. You decide when you will follow and when you will not. He has not yet become your Lord. Decide that he will be your Lord. And then you will stand bold to say, all things work together for good. My life, I cannot be disadvantaged in this life. I know whose I am. I know who owns my life. There is no fear for tomorrow. There is no fear. I know who my father is. There is no fear. Can we rise up this evening? Let's lift up our voices and talk to your father. I want you to talk to him this evening. Oh, what an amazing knowledge to know that he has his eyes on us. God is watching us. He's not saying he has his eyes on us in a way that, okay, he's monitoring you. He's monitoring you. If you just misbehave, he will deal. No. He has his eyes on us. He's watching over us. He's watching over us. Making sure that no evil befalls us. Guiding us through life. Oh, can we just bless him this evening? Say, Father, I thank you. For you have your eyes on me. Oh, what an amazing God you are. Thank you. For you are watching over me. Diligently. Thank you, Lord. If you are here and you have not yet known why you are born. What you are born for. You can talk to him this evening. And say, Lord, I want to live a life of purpose. I want to fulfill purpose. I want to know what I'm living for. Why am I alive today? I have colleagues that have died. I have mates that have died. I have relatives that have died. Lord, what am I living for? You can ask him that question this evening. It will be good for you to know what you are living for. All heads bowed. Make sure you are praying. Make sure you are praying. The earlier you discover what you are living for, the better.
it will help you withdraw your feet from evil. Why am I here? Why have you given me this job? Why have you given me these children? Why am I in renaissance, oh Lord? Oh, it would be awesome to discover purpose. Make sure you are praying. Teach me your ways, O oh Lord. I will hack it on to you. Teach me your ways, O oh Lord. I want to do your will teach me your ways teach me your ways oh Lord I will hack it on to You can reach us by email on info at faithtofaithonline.org or call us on 234-806-361-3560. You are big, blessed, and loaded.